This is Carol Steves, and you're listening to Reality Ranch Podcast. Today is Friday, May 7th, 2021. Welcome to the 31st episode. If this is your first listen to my program, I share the writings of Billy Meyer, Figu, and others. On this program, you will hear interviews and discussions with various people on what has been named the silent revolution of truth. This is an effort through the teaching and the contact notes to free humanity from the overly materialistic thinking, ignorance, overpopulation, and violence largely brought about by religion. This is number seven from the 77 Meditations, taken from Meditation from Clear Visibility, High and Highest Meditation, pages 239 and 240, by Billy Edward Albert Meyer. I always elevate my view, recognize all possibilities, and I am a positive thinker. My guest today is Bruce Lula. Bruce is the translator behind the Beam to Ing website. For any of you who have uh, gone to that website from time to time to find his translations, um, he often works uh, and collaborates with Marianne Erlinger to put those translations out. And um, I'm, for one, am very appreciative that he does those translations. I met Bruce in 2010 when I attended the uh, retreat in Brazil that Michael Horn put together. Christian Frenner uh, came and did a several day presentation. That was also the first time I met Christian and several other people. And I really feel that um, I look back on that trip so fondly and it was really a pivotal moment for me in my involvement with the mission. Um, I want to make a note too before I um, bring you the interview that I am still having some technical difficulties um, in the conversations um, using the Anchor app. I've noticed that, strangely enough, sometimes it sounds like one one of us answers the question before the other one asks it, and I, that isn't what happens during the actual interview. There's some talking over each other again. I know people kind of do that sometimes naturally, but there's really something going on when I do conversations. Um, and I thought maybe I, you know, had figured it out, but I think from now on I'll be using um, another program that I will like Skype or something where I don't have that problem and then I'll transfer it into my app. So, so please bear with me um, when you hear those kind of confusing moments in the interview. Um, I think if I uh, do the interviews on another platform, that'll iron it all out. So without further ado, here's my interview with Bruce Lula. Hello. Hey, Carol. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Okay. Hi, Bruce. How are you? How are you? I'm good. I don't get to see you. 
Um, no, would no, you don't. Um, this is a vo vocal only. Okay. App. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe we can do that some other time. Yeah, sure. You know, that'd be nice. Actually, I did think about that because sometimes I do them on Skype and then I just transfer the audio right. into this app. And um, in fact, that's how I have an interview with Christian on um, Skype. It's online. Uh -huh. So uh -huh. it has been a long time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, I think since that. Everybody met in Arizona, right? Yeah, that we actually spoke to each other. It, yeah. That's a long time ago. Yeah. So, so. You sound, uh, you sound the same. You sound exactly I? the same. Mm -hmm. It's hard for me to talk about myself, but more has to be drawn out. So. I, I know. I, I know this about you. Okay. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I, I, I remember. So right. that's okay. That, um, uh, Maybe, um, you know, just where you're from and, um, you know, kind of what your interests are, your, a little bit about your background. What did you do before you traded? That kind of thing. And I may cover, we may talk about some of that right, right. in the interview. So I usually just edit it. Sometimes I don't even give a very long intro. If there's, if there's so much um, in the interview already that we've covered Mm -hmm. um, like I may just say that you, um, translate on the beam to ing website, because believe it or not, a lot of people read that. Good. Maybe, maybe you didn't know that. And, um, I even mentioned, have mentioned your website in some of my interviews and in some of my programs uh -huh. that, because I've used some of your translations, like sections of them, I've read them aloud. Yeah, good. Some, I'm glad someone's using them anyway. Um, you know, some are better than others. They're better lately because... I've gotten better over the years. Of course. But, right, right. Of course you have. And, you know, with everything, practice, you know, improves us. So um, uh, what made you decide to start uh, translating and putting them up on the Internet anyway? Yeah, it's a long time ago. Um, I don't know. I used to do crossword puzzles, and these are kind of like crossword puzzles. Oh, that's that's interesting. I didn't expect that answer. <laughs> okay, so what do you mean? They're like crossword puzzles. It's like solving a a mystery. Yeah. You mean or plus, you okay. know, they're like they're like meaningful crossword puzzles. You learn something. That's true. Could share them and, with other people, and as you said, some people read them. Yeah, you'd be surprised at how many people read them. I, I think they're pretty good myself. Your your translations, Great, and thanks. I know you've collaborated with Marianne, right, Orlinger. Right. Right. And I'm sure that's been very helpful, her being yeah. a, She's a, huge uh, a native speaker. And, and has it helped your, I'm sure it has, helped your learning of the German language? Um, you know, I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the German language at all. I can, if I, I can read and understand sometimes mm -hmm. half, sometimes not at all, or sometimes more than half. But, you know, I don't speak it at all. Right. I haven't bothered to to learn it. Um, so, other you know, uh, reading reading wise, yeah. Yeah. Well, to me, uh, I'm kind of with you. Um, I've I study it off and on. I, I'll get on a, a streak where I am pretty good about studying it and translating, and then I get distracted by life. 
Right. And but my big concern has always been reading it, not speaking it also, mm-hmm. you know, just being able to understand um, the teaching in German. Right. So that I can catch the, those nuances that maybe I might miss, um, you know, when it's been translated to English. But have you have you noticed uh, a big difference in your understanding of the teaching after you translate it or during the translation process? Yeah, sure. You always pick up little things and, you know, how it's so slow learning in general um, through the years. Like, how many millions of years does it take us to learn things? So, yes, it's slow. It's slow, but it's uh, steady. And that's the way it is. (laughs) Well, and I think that is actually really the way it is with the teaching. Uh, understanding it, learning from it, growing from it is it's a much slower process than um, people in our society really want yeah. these days. You know, it, um, patience is something that I always remind myself of. And uh, I talk about sometimes in some of my shows is having patience because this is a excruciatingly slow process. Yeah, it really is, and and you realize that when you sit down to translate, if you're not a, um, you know, a German speaker, because I don't know about you, but it takes me a long time to translate something and do a good job with it. And sure. I don't usually share. I shared a few, and I was like, oh, they're not that good, you know. I, so I I just stopped sharing them, and I just keep mine to myself. But because I don't really have anybody to check my work either, mm. so. Oh, you should put it out there. You know why? It's helpful anyway, right? Well, I'm uh, more concerned with, yeah, I'm more concerned with um, just maybe a a misunderstanding or using a wrong word or, you know, I guess something like that. But um, perfect. No, that's true. That's true. That's a good point. And um, so you know, fortunately, you, uh, fortunately, there's this deep, deep L, which is really great. Do you, you must use oh, it, Oh, right? yes, I do. <laughs> yes, I was just going to say that. That actually, that's what I use to, to, um, yeah. to translate. And, you know, for um, it's better than Google. I way think. better, way better. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, of course, it's based out of Cologne or Kern. Oh, is it? And Yeah, it is. And oh. so um, I think that's one of the reasons it's more accurate. Right, right. And um, you could also tailor it to um, the spiritual teaching or the creation energy teaching, as it's called now. And um, yes, you know, they give you prompts like, do you want to uh, translate mention or however it's pronounced in German, the word Mm -hmm. for human being rather than people you want to translate, you know, as human beings. So then it'll do it for you all the time. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, I'll have to look at that. That that would help. Yeah. That would help a lot. Right. So, yeah, see, good tip. Um, <laughs> and I do know that, um, do you study the Geisteslehre? Um, you know, the, 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 the red and black books? Yeah, I, I, read what, I read what I can understand, but do you put it through a scanner and try to do it like that? Well, I used to, but then I had this realization several years ago that I I was reading um, Google's, um, 
you know, their terms and conditions, which who does that? But I, I did right. <laughs> part of it anyway. And they were saying that anything you translate is theirs. That oh, becomes their property. And right. I thought, whoa, that's heavy. And then I started thinking about how we aren't supposed to share um, yeah. the Geistus Slayer. It's a personal study. Right. And so I mentioned, I thought, well, you know, every time we translate that, we're giving that to, to whom, whatever program that we are um, using right. and that for them to use however they would like. And so I brought that up to Christian mm -hmm. and then, and I said, you know, just, just a thought. I said, aren't we, if we're supposed to be guarding this to where we're, we're not even supposed to, um, um, we're supposed to designate someone if we feel it's a good idea as, you know, who should take possession of our, our books or even send them back, have them send them back to the center. Mm -hmm. Here we are running them through translation programs. And um, that, be, that goes out there into the, the you know, the Internet world. And, he, you know, he said, yeah, that's probably true. And then I heard recently they're discouraging you from using those programs to translate your your guys to say oh, because so of that. I, I might yeah i might be the, to blame for, <laughs> for nope. that i don't know is that also true but of I, deep l i don't you know i just know that they um and, and i would really need to check on this another figu member who studies the guys to slayer told me just the other day that they were told not to run it through translation programs mm -hmm. that were online and deep l's online Mm -hmm. So it would have to be something you can download and translate offline. Mm, uh -huh. And I don't know that, I don't think you can do that with Deepel. You know, I could be wrong, but I don't know. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I, but I thought, you know, if they're guarding that, they, they're afraid it's going to get into the wrong hands, you know. And so I started thinking about that. I'm like, yeah, we're putting it out there. When I saw that Google owns any, and so I'm, I don't know about DFL's terms and conditions, but you're still, I'm sure they have a record of what you're putting in to translate because you know how everything's kept anymore. Kept in the and recorded. somewhere. I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I would be surprised if they aren't um, because intellectual property is such a, a thing nowadays. Right. Um, On the one hand, you know, so, one hand, the truth would be getting out there. But on the other hand, yes. as they always say, it would be falsified. So. I know. And I, and I think they're okay with, um, you know, you're translating the books, mm -hmm. um, the stuff that's out there publicly. I mean, that you can just buy um, and you don't have to go through um, right. Billy to get. Right. I think they're, you know, that they figure that's just kind of a, mm -hmm. um, a, a risk they have to take. But um, I, I guess when it comes to those books in particular, they would prefer us not to. Unless you get permission. Yes. Yeah. Right. To, to yeah, to um, put them through an online translator. Right. So it's, that's something I may write to Christian about since I'm the one that or and other people may have pointed it out to him. I don't know. But I, I had that realization a, a few years ago. And um, so I haven't been putting it through the translator. And that's really difficult. <laughs> Yeah, for me. right, right, right. <laughs> it's too tough. difficult. Yeah, too difficult. It is too difficult. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's going to take me probably my life, the rest of my life to learn German. Well, if so you're, if you're I, starting, I've realized that. You know, but you know, what's funny, though, because this is really true. 
take the rest of your life, whether that's 10, 10 or 50 years, and you think about a kid growing up and they learn how to speak in like five years. I you know. know. From birth to uh, five or 10 years old. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. But we can't do it like that. <laughs> no, maybe. because our brains are just different. Maybe if, you know, we're, I think that's maybe the if we're totally immersed, we probably could. Oh, yeah. And I've uh, I've actually considered, you know, spending some time. Well, I was actually seriously looking into doing it again before the coronavirus mm -hmm. hit. And I went, well, there that's not going to be happening anytime soon. I was going to go spend six months in Germany uh -huh. and, you know, and visit the center uh -huh. and just um, force myself, you know what I uh -huh. mean, <laughs> to right. and um, wow. And uh, yeah, it may, maybe someday, but uh, right now, mm -hmm. you know, of course, we don't know how long this is going to go on because yeah, it's just a never ending thing right now because people just don't get it. And uh, so how have you been faring through all this? Good, good. Yeah, just hanging out at home and. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. You know, I, yeah, I don't go out to bars or anything like that. Keep to yeah. certain friends. And, um, right. And yourself? Well, same. Um, you know, my life hasn't really, it's changed some. Like I don't eat at, go into restaurants and eat anymore, of same course. Um, but I was already, you know, we, we, um, we about, uh, let's see, in 2014, we bought a couple of acres and started a farm. Mm -hmm. And planted um, fruit trees wow. and put in um, berries and, and um, a gar you know, a vegetable garden. And I put in butterfly bee and bird gardens, you know, to help, mm -hmm. you know, s establish habitats for migrating birds and, yep. and birds that want to be here. And of course for insects, we don't use any pesticides. Luckily around us, the people right around us aren't using them either. I, that helps some of course. Right. So I, we've done that. I've been really busy with that. Um, so I, you know, don't, wasn't out in the population a ton anyway, except for some travel. Mm -hmm. And so this hasn't been, um, this hasn't been a big deal as far as I haven't felt like go, I'm going to go crazy because I can't yeah, me go do things. Same yeah. Here. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and even if I was used to doing a lot, I think, you know, I would have just said, well, this is how it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, find other things to fill your time. And I think that's, um, uh, it's been a, you know, a good opportunity for a lot of people, in, unless they're wasting it, to learn something new, learn a new skill, mm -hmm. that kind of yeah. thing. But, yeah. yeah, so. Um, Are you, I assume you're I, not uh, going to get vaccinated, right? I'm, I assume what? you're probably not going to get Excuse the vaccination. Me? Oh, no. Um, Absolutely not. Not not at this point anyway. I mean, I don't get flu shots. Yeah. So um, I, uh, you know, I, I see even without what the player and are saying about the vaccinations, even if they hadn't told us that. Um, just what I know about what it takes to uh, develop a safe vaccine and how I notorious drug companies are for pushing things to the FDA. Right. I mean, all you have to do is see those drug commercials and they rattle off the side yeah, effects, yeah. you know. Um, I wouldn't, even without their um, 
advice would have waited and not taken this vaccine. Mm-hmm. And it's bearing out the, the blood clot problems. Mm-hmm. I don't just don't think it's risk, uh, worth the risk. I would rather just stay away um, from people and wear my masks and mm-hmm. social distance. And yeah, to me, that's just a better option. And, you know, just I'm just watching this experiment go on. And, uh, you know, because that's basically what it is, is they're experimenting on the populations all over the world. And, of course, you know, there's going to be a benefit from that. But, boy, (laughs) what a what a price. I mean, they're going to learn things. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. And I'm talking about the the negative and positive of of things. The you know, the the positive that's going to be gleaned, of course, from this is the the benefit of what they're going to learn. But, yeah, at, at a. A risk I don't think is worth it. I think they should have done it. Um, but, you know, they're using this emergency act thing. You know, this is an emergency. We've got to. But it's really about it's an emergency. We need to keep the workers working. Mm. You know, we need to keep the money flowing. We need to keep. Um, so we, you know, that's that's yeah, you know, it's really more important. The money is more important than the people. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of. um I'm not so in the camp about shutting everything down as much as they did. I mean, mm-hmm. as uh, Figo is. Uh, right. And there are people, everybody has their different opinions about it. I get yeah. that. Well, I think, um, you know, that that's a really good subject because I think that I've had this, this thought, thought a few times about how, um, our, and, and, you know, Billy's talked about this, about how um, much more of risk takers, the people on our planet are, as opposed to the play aren't, <laughs> mm. you know, they, they're, they're appalled that we drive and fly in vehicles that can explode <laughs> from combustion engines, you know? Yeah. Their world's they're, totally, their I mean, world's completely have, different than ours. They're a different stage. In our yeah, it, exactly. And I've thought about, from their point of view, how, um, how um, appalled they probably are at, at the risks we take. But, you know, of course, they've, they have a different understanding about the, pres- the, the pr- preservation of life than we do. And, and also, I think um, initially they were just saying, look, if you, if you can close it down and, and in the beginning and right. get this under right. control, then, then, and that's what, that's initially what they were trying right. to get us to understand is that, yeah, that it's going to be hard for about three months, but if everything just shuts right, right down, we can get on top of it and then we don't have to yeah. worry about it. But of course that didn't happen. And on a planet as chaotic and sloppy and, you know, uh, communication and everybody's at different places and they're thinking and um, you know, there's not a lot of um, I would have been very surprised if that had been accomplished. Mm. Was it accomplished? Was it accomplished in China? No, I don't think so because um, didn't they shut the place down and so well, they they did um, and but I heard later that um, well, they shut down Hunan province, mm-hmm. if, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, not all of China. But for instance, um, my youngest son is in, is in Cambodia mm-hmm. right now, uh, living there. And 
his girlfriend is half Cambodian and half right. French and her parents have a little um, bed and breakfast in Kep and which is about four hours by bus ride from, from Phnom Penh where, where mm-hmm. he's at. And they were, they had got gotten on top of it and they were um, you could, you know, he was telling us how he, that no one's wearing, no one was wearing mm-hmm. masks and they, they didn't have to, they were, supposedly they were on top of it there was very few infections i don't even know at the time if there had even been a death yet and um they were going out to restaurants and everything was they just checked your temperatures but then some diplomats came over and there were some outbreaks they had a few outbreaks and then he said the chinese according to what he is hearing it has brought it into the city and now they're on lockdown mm-hmm you know, and then there's the, I, I don't, you know, Bruce, what I don't understand is how are we going to ever, you know, like what, how are we going to ever get, and I know you don't have the answer to this question. This is just something I wonder about. How are we going to get beyond this? You know, if, if we're not able to create a vaccine um, and they're talking about herd immunity, but I think the plan are saying there isn't any herd immunity. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, I, and that, and that we're, it's mutating into stronger, you know, uh, or at least more easily stronger viruses or different viruses that, you know, affect the younger right. people now, uh, more seriously. I, I just wonder how we're going to get beyond well, it. Well, everything has a beginning and an end. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I just can't, I'm just saying, I can't see, of course it does, but I'm just wondering, In the- you know. How that's going to look. Waves, what it's waves. Don't be. they always talk in waves of these things? And natural fluctuations up and down and so on. Yeah. So I guess every year, is it going to be like, well, every year we all have to, you know, worry whether we're going to be struck mm-hmm. down next. You know, I don't know. I don't know. Right. Have you so. have you read about this uh, gamma interferon? Yeah, I have. And... Um, I make um, the homemade, I make homemade yogurt um, and I use a couple of different uh, strains. I use the um, El Ruteri, Ruteri, Mm -hmm. I think is pronounced strain Mm -hmm. and the Bulgarian um, for their different benefits. And we eat that. So um, I have thought about buying, I guess there's some being produced in Russia are you? I'm not using, using it. I did. A, um, Michael Horn made me aware of it, and I ordered some. I have it just in case, you know, I get it or my, uh-huh. or my older mother right. gets it. So, yeah. Yeah. So that just you can. Want it. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Pata right. uh, hasn't actually hasn't mentioned it regarding COVID, has he? You know, I don't think so. They just mentioned it when it came to the immune system. Years ago. I thought. In general. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they haven't really um, mentioned much as far as, you know, what can be done. Maybe I'll I'll ask Marianne to uh, ask Billy to bring it up. Yeah, that would be good. Um, if there is something, you know, that 
besides what they're telling us now. Because if we're if this is going to be ongoing, I don't know and, why they went, I don't know why they wouldn't mentioned it. Yeah, because they did talk about I vitamins and I don't things at one point. Right. Anyway, yes. It's worth. Yeah. And I and I'm doing those things. You know, I'm doing mm -hmm. what I can. Um, you know, and I and I. Um, those of us who are, you know, uh, I, I, you know, I got a lot of flack from when I was telling people to wear a mask, social distance. Oh, you're, you're living in fear. You're a sheep. And I'm just like, no, I'm looking at what's going reality and going, okay, what can I do to l lessen my yeah, risk you know, <laughs> so that I don't you wear a, catch this you wear or get a huge you wear a helmet when you dose, get on a motorcycle. You know? It's the same thing. So. Exactly. Well, and there people were saying, you know, freedom with your your body. You know, there's all this freedom. We should have the freedom to to. Um, and I'm like, yeah, but you don't understand. This isn't like um, wearing a. Well, you know, we could use wearing a motorcycle helmet. You know, if you crash and you crack your egg open, well, that's your. You know, that's only on you. But if you're right. walking around spreading, you're getting other people sick. We have a responsibility yeah. to others. Also, and I, it's like that's a component that people seem to be missing. I keep hearing, yeah, I'm walking around without a mask and I'm fine. And I'm just like, yeah, but you could be carrying it and giving it to someone who has an underlying condition that they don't even realize they are mm -hmm. vulnerable to it. So, you know, and I, I am all for people taking responsibility. And if you are have a more, you have more fragile health, you should be doing more to stay away from, you know, other people that you know lowering your risk i think we all have a responsibility to protect ourselves if we if we have you know we're more vulnerable to to things like this of course but we're also you know need to be mindful of not get spreading it around to other people and that's what people have a hard time understanding that they can feel fine but still be carrying it mm -hmm. of course so yeah so, um, so what, you know, I always ask everyone that I interview how, and I, I'm changing mm -hmm. subjects. Yep. So anyway, um, how you found the mission. I can't even remember your story. I know you told it, but could you, yeah, you know, would you mind was, sharing that? When I was young, I was, um, that's my late teens. I was trying to figure out <laughs> the meaning of life because of, probably because I was poisoned from my dental amalgams and things. So, I mean, I think it's natural too, but I think it got ex obsessive because of. Wait, 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 before you go on, you were, you were poisoned by your dental amalgams and you no, knew it. Did you know no, it at the time? Is that what you're telling me? I just me? figured it out. Oh, you didn't. Uh, oh, okay. Recently, four okay. years ago. Okay. Oh, okay. So were you having some kind of, um, mental or physical problems oh, I think or something I had from it? Both throughout my life. Yeah. Okay. So okay. I didn't figure it out till it came to a a culmination about four four years ago. Started having health problems. Nobody could help me, so I had to figure it out. I, anyway, so I see. Um, getting back to your original thing. Yeah just asking about the meaning of life. And so I went into sort of philosophical searching directions and went through this, that, and the other thing. And finally, when I was 50, I came to uh, Billy Meyer. Somebody on the internet said, what do you think of this guy? And I 
watched the video and I said, I like it. So, and then I looked into it and that's that. And the yeah, rest I didn't is come. History. Some people come into it because they're interested in UFOs. I know Amit, a friend, you know, Amit Garth came mm -hmm. into it from that I angle. Do. And so everybody has a different story. Yeah, and they you, do. Quickly, how do you, how do you get yeah. Oh, 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 I, um, I was looking for the yeah, truth, yeah. <laughs> you know, the big questions in life and mine wasn't through UFOs. You know, I've, I was slightly interested, you know, kind of interested here and there in UFOs, but that wasn't my big focus. My big focus was I had this strong feeling that Jesus was a real person but he wasn't the person that we were told he was. And my husband and I had, um, you know, a debate about that. He thought he didn't exist at all. And it turned out we were both right because really Jesus didn't exist. Well, right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and, and well, you know what I mean? The man, the name, who, who he's been portrayed to be as a, a Jew right. and all that. He didn't exist. That's why I'm saying he was right, but I was right that it was a man, but he wasn't who it didn't even occur to me right. that he had a different name. Except that I remember them using all these different names and like hymns. And they called him Emmanuel. You know, there's a hymn that I huh. used to go, well, well, if they called him Emmanuel. I used to think when I was a kid, why do they call him Jesus? Right. I'm confused. <laughs> so I was looking for what is true here? What is the truth? Because I'd rejected Christianity a long time ago. So that's how I... I just kept searching until, and I figured for some reason there was an huh. extraterrestrial component. I don't know why I thought that. Right. I just did. It was just a suspicion I had or a hunch or, or and so I kept looking at things like, you know, mm -hmm. Zachariah Stitchin and, and Stephen Greer and, and um, David Icke. And the more outrageous their claims were, mm -hmm. the harder I dug. Because I thought, right, uh, reptiles right. are ruling our government. That's terrifying. <laughs> I have to find right. out if that's really true. And so it was through George Green, uh -huh. really, that I found, um, in a way, because he mentioned this man in Switzerland, and I kept thinking, why does that seem significant to me? It really made me set up and pay attention. But I Googled, you know, guy in Switzerland. I didn't know what I was looking for. And nothing was coming up. And then I happened to stumble upon a a um, interview with Michael Horn on conscious media network mm -hmm. about Billy and same with that. Yeah. That was that for me. I started, mm -hmm. you know, digging and here, here I are. am. So, so yeah, same, same. Uh, um, and mm -hmm. I was uh, 47. So, you know, I remember different, I don't know about you, but you know, I, I, I searched throughout my life for it the meaning of the truth, wanting to know what was real, what wasn't. And, you know, there were times I'd give up yeah. for a while and just not, and not search. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You know how that is. Yeah. Or, or I'd go down a totally ridiculous road and realize how yeah, ridiculous sure. it was sure. <laughs> and then go, okay, okay. I'm stopping this for a while because this is ridiculous and I don't know what, which end is up right now. So mm -hmm. yeah. Yes. Yeah, I'm really grateful. I found similar. it. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so you, um, you trade yeah. for a living, right? You, that's what you do. And, um, 
what do you think about the state of the, the world right now and the economies? And <laughs> I knew you'd laugh, but, but oh my tell God. me what you see coming. If you see anything coming. I mean, I don't know. You can't separate anything from overpopulation, can you? No, no not really. You, you really, that's, that's so, a good point. It's the, um, seems like every, it's yeah. all big Ponzi scheme. I mean, I, the more people you have, the more profits, the more the market's going to go. You know, I, it's all. I, yes. I know that the, the market's not really linked to the real economy. At this it? point, no. I mean, with all the debt and everything, mm -hmm. I, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. It'll yes. blow up at some point. Who knows when? Yeah, it's. it's I know. I, I thought it would be ha, would have already happened by now. I didn't real, realize they would be kicking the can down the road for yeah. as long as they are. I I thought it was going to happen um, a lot earlier than this, and and I think you know um, until we well, like for instance, now um, there. I don't know if you've seen this, but have you heard of the robot Sophia? Well, I was just reading about. This I don't know today. anything about I it. Posted something. On Facebook about it. Okay, so this is a a, a robot that's that's being developed. That um, yeah, you know, it's very lifelike, and it's slipping my mind now. All of a sudden, where it was going to be produced? Mm -hmm. Not here. I want to say China, but they're um, by the end of twenty. They've now they used to you know they're all hand built all these prototypes, and they've they've um, been getting people ready for this because. It looks like a woman, you know, she has hair and, and everything. She's looks as lifelike as a robot can look right now. And um, they've had her on TV shows and talk shows. And, and I didn't even know this until I started looking into it, that I'd seen a one interview with her, but I didn't realize they were really getting people ready for her. She's been on many mm -hmm. different programs and, but they're, they're to the point now where they can now mass yeah. produce. And um, um, they're rolling those them out by 2021. At the end of 2021, they're going to be mass producing them. And according to the article I read on RT, and I found other articles that corroborate this, they're saying all the same thing, that they're going to be going mm -hmm. into the healthcare se sector and the um, airlines. And I'm trying to think what the other one was that they were saying. And... You know, I per se have no problem with having robots that can do work that is dangerous, monotonous, you know, that right. kind of thing that frees us up for. Um, but, you know, of course, we understand the dangers of the, you know, their consciousness. I mean, you and I do because of what we've read um, and because of overpopulation. This is why I'm bringing this up, because you were saying it ultimately goes back to overpopulation. Um because we're so over, overpopulated, we already don't have enough jobs for all the people. So instead of solving that first, you know, here we are putting mm -hmm. all these robots into the market that will take jobs from already, you know, masses of people who are struggling to um, fighting each other for jobs. And Sure, How's every, that every look? progress is uh, some know, little uh, um, problem, I guess. You have to overcome. Well, I guess they there could, is. Maybe yeah, if they can is. be farmers, exactly. they can grow food for everybody. <laughs> you know, 
Possibly, but I, that's one of the areas they're looking at putting robots into because it's such a dangerous profession. And they can save, you know, they they have all these um, benefits to using robots mm-hmm. over people. They don't have to worry about their mm-hmm. rights. They don't have to worry about uh, making sure they're making enough money. They don't have to worry about, you know, health conditions or right. how many hours they work or or any of that. So you think, and you think so that's the beginning of those be really um, in- bioorganic androids? The, the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. Yeah, because as you know, they're they're making them look like humans. And right now they're very primitive sure. compared to, I think, what's in our future. You know, you can tell they're robots. Absolutely. And now um, um, I don't know. Do you do you sure. you live in Can I say where you live or yeah. should I not? OK, you live in Long Island, right? And have you been into New York? Yeah, I was there last um, weekend recently? to see my mother for her birthday. Have you seen um, any of the, no. the little dog robots no. that are now patrolling the streets? Oh, okay. I wondered if how many there were really, because it's hard to know as someone who doesn't mm-hmm. live there or go there. Um, and I haven't asked my other friend about it because I haven't talked to him since I saw this article, but you know, I've seen some things about those, um, you know, DARPA was involved in design in, um, you know, the R and D and, um, I guess they're starting to patrol in New York and I know they have some other types of robots. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's some videos you can look it up online and, um, there's some other types of robots that are police robots. And these are like policing. I don't know what these dogs are doing um, as far as the kind of policing they're doing, but the ones, but I saw some in um, um, one in in Dallas, I think that they had in the city that was a big white, looked like a capsule. Mm-hmm. They named it officer Brooks. <laughs> and um, I guess the new ones that are coming out are, are going to also be policing to make sure people are wearing their masks. So I, I'm like, I'm kind of confused because I'm going, okay, wait, they're lifting the mask mandates, but yet they're, this article says that they're going to be yeah. making sure people are wearing their masks, Right. that some of them are designed for that. Mm-hmm. So it's a little confusing. I don't know. That's but, what we need. Um, uh, yeah, that's. Um, <laughs> robot policemen at this point. Police dogs. I, yes. What can those, I know. what can those robot dogs, I, they, can they bite you yep. and stuff? You know, um, I, I don't know. Um, I know that um, I saw an episode. Yeah. Have you ever heard of the Black Mirror? Okay, so there was an episode on the Black Mirror about these dogs, specifically the ones that are painted black, that are that their bodies are black, mm-hmm. and it was sure. terrifying, Bruce. Right. They were killer machines, you know. And it was terrifying because I, the reason I was terrified was because of what I know that's coming in the future and because um, just they have no conscience. You can't like, oh, here, little doggy, here's right. a bone here. Let me distract you. Or, you know, they're, they're I don't know what capabilities these, mm-hmm. the ones in New York have. Um, I haven't looked into that yet, but um, they must do something. Maybe right now they just say you're in the wrong zone or 
you know, I don't know. You know, I think right now that the robots are issuing warnings, like they're only going to be as understanding as the uh, their creators. So, so that's not yes, very helpful exactly. at the moment. <laughs> exactly. No, it isn't, uh, um, and that's what I was saying. That in a in a world that's um, not very humane and not very sensible, um, what is this? You know. What's this going? This isn't going to be much fun. So, um, yeah, no. I just wondered if you had nope. seen any of them. I was no. really curious. I'll yeah. ask around. And so, yeah, see, yeah, do see if anyone has encountered them. And, um, you know, I would imagine um, they'll use them to write parking tickets, you know, in the beginning. That kind of thing. Yeah, Maybe I mean, I know people, people in out New of York, certain no, zones. No one's mentioned anything, um, so I don't think it can be that prevalent at the moment. Maybe it's no, they're I, testing. Yeah, them. it must not be. I think. I think we're. Yes, mm -hmm. and I think we're in the very beginnings of this. You know, um, I think you know, we, we, you and I, if we live long enough to see, you know, stay healthy, don't get hit by a bus, whatever, maybe we'll get to see where they're, you, you know, they're yeah. a regular, um, because one, one thing I know Japan is, ha, is experiencing right. a severe shortage of caregivers, right. you know, their population is very elderly. And so they're, they're developing their own caregiver that. robots for this reason. Yeah. Yeah. So that's mm -hmm. kind of interesting. So how often do you do your um, podcasts? Um, you know, I started out um, overly ambitiously trying to produce them once a week, which I was. I, I held out for a couple of months and did that. Um, and then uh, there, it takes me about wow. seven hours to edit, to record, edit. You know, that's with the interview and then edit and then do my own um, you know, presentate whatever I add to it. Um, I would say that's a wow. long day. That's a long, um, so I, then I, then I drop to, um, you know, a couple of times a month and then I went, you know, really, I think I'll just stick to mm -hmm. once a month. That's where I'm at now. That seems pretty comfortable for me, but this is my year anniversary for starting them today. This, this oh. month is April. I, I did mm -hmm. my first one April of last year. And I wanted to start them um, in January of uh, or December, but um, I was I was shy. Mm -hmm. I was didn't have the courage. <laughs> I had to get my courage up to to do this. And interesting to um, stock, stock stock market to, bell closing. Oh, bell. What was that? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah. thought maybe that's what it was, but wasn't sure. Um, so um, do you find, you know, speaking of the stock market again and the bell, do you find trading, is it more difficult now that things are, or is it just the same? Uh, for because me, you know, it goes through, and... um, it's like, it's like the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> what I mean is waves, you know, okay. <laughs> depending on your style, you have easy periods and then yeah, it can I be do. more no, difficult and challenging and Till it gets easier again, so something like that, yeah. Mm -hmm. 
I see. Well, that yeah. that sounds like a lot of things in life, right? So, yeah, mm-hmm. I'd say that's do you, um, do you like in, a lot of things in life. Invest or trade or anything like that? Um, yeah, I do uh, a little. Um, I remember when I talked to you about being interested in trying it, and I was really for, terrified, really just terrified that um, I would screw up. And um, then I realized, well, yeah, you're going to screw up. And so I do do some, I don't really day trade, um, um, but I don't really long-term either. Do you know what I mean? I'm kind of in the middle and um, that's working pretty well, Mm -hmm. uh, although I'm using very modest amounts of money. Um, But it's just, um, it's so hard to, you can't just save your money these days and have something to live on. It doesn't Mm -hmm. work that way anymore. And uh, so you've got to find a way to, right. you know, what inflation is no inflation. So, <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that right. incredible that's true. I forgot. Well. That's the narrative. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it is incredible. It, right. it is. Um, I just shake my head over, you know, the mm-hmm. stories. So. Uh, yeah. And I, you know, I'm not someone who is. Um, excited about sure trump or biden so there you go do you ever you know, do you wonder just, do you wonder yeah. why um i mean pata and billy just like gave it to trump in the last few years and they have not mentioned biden once they, yes i do wonder about that i I do. I, in fact, I was saying that to, to Bill the other day. I'm like, why are they not saying anything about Biden? Is it too dangerous right now? Or are they not talking about it publicly? Yeah. Or what's, I, I do wonder. You know, yes. on occasion, I think in the last yeah. contact, Billy still threw Trump's name out there. So, yeah, yeah I nickname, noticed that. Yeah. Calling him Trump, Trump, Trump. Yeah. And uh, I do wonder because, you know, right. Biden's no picnic either. I it's don't just, know. For me, like, who's worse? I don't his, know. Yeah, it's the it, same here. I mean, there's yeah. there's different kinds of poison, right? right. <laughs> That's how I kind of look at it. So, no, I when people were all, yeah. oh, Biden's going to save us. I'm like, really? Mm. You really think that? Yeah, you know, and um, I guess there was an interview, CNN interviewed some ice fishermen I saw this this morning. And they they kind of they they stopped the interview because they said, what do you think of Biden? And he said, well, he's gone back. He's going back on his promises. He promised us two thousand dollars stimulus checks. And that didn't happen. And instead, they're producing those big (laughs) bombs and killing people. (laughs) They cut him off (laughs) because he was telling the truth. You know, and I thought, yeah, that, that I couldn't believe they even let that few seconds in, you know, of him uh, mm-hmm. saying that. He's this young 20-year-old ice fisherman. And he was disgusted. And he said, and he's a Democrat. So I think they were right, thinking, right. this Democrat's going to tell us, yep. you know, just toe the line and yep. he didn't. So, yeah, I... Uh, I, and I kind of wonder, you know, what's going to happen with uh, 
China and Russia and and I I, I was hearing that um, someone told me that they talked to um, Atlantis when he was they were there at the center. He was saying that they don't think there's going to be a world war. Really? In they who Figo Billy? Yeah. Good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because what's going on in you know this yeah. business with the Ukraine? Yeah, I was. I, I was re- I mean that could blow up. Putin's yes. not taking it anymore. There are pro- yes. you know provocative know. Uh, good glad to hear it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I was relieved. I hope that's um true, you know, things don't turn on a dime or something, but at that point and this wasn't that long mm. ago it was last summer. So I would say anytime soon would be, you know, the next Good. Five years, have, maybe, or some two years, or you know what I mean. I think, yeah, yes, exactly. And um, so I'm just kind of, you know, watching what happens here too with the polarization with mm. the people in America and how it's yeah, you no can't disagree with... and be your, you know, and so and be. No, you, you, if you don't agree, you can't be friends. That's, I'm like, that's sad. Yeah, that's, that's an when extreme. Did that happen, it's not, you know? Yeah, I know what you're saying. I know, yeah. I know that's. Or you have yeah, to lay off. I'm talking about. Or you just extreme. have to lay off I mean, certain subjects. There are people. With certain people. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. You do. That's, mm-hmm. that's for sure. So, um, yeah, yeah. So you said that was Audrey. She's good. Yeah, she's good. We're she? still together. I remember Audrey. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Is she? Did she ever no. get more interested in the teaching? Or I mean, although she does, just, um, no, that's all right. Just so she'll she will occasionally say something like, "So, so what does Billy have to say about this?" So. But in um, no, no. Mm-hmm. yeah, I know my um, my youngest son, who's who's now the one living in Cambodia. He's he's twenty five, and um, which mm. makes me feel incredibly old that I have a twenty five year old. That's my youngest. Um, he um, has been listening to us over the years, thinking we're slightly crazy. You know, he'll hear us talking about it. And I'll go, what are you talking about? I'm like, okay, we're talking about Billy Meyer. Right. So if you want to hear it, stay right. in the room. If not, leave. Because, you know, he would give us a hard time about it. He would. He was like heckling us kind of. But but then he would ask the same thing. He would ask us, though, well, what does Billy think of this or that? Well, lately he goes, well, either he's a genius or he really is getting information yeah, you know from what? extraterrestrials. It's going sure. um, to get through to his subconsciousness or what and... Yeah, he is kind of amazed at how accurate, you know, from the time that, you know, um, I first discovered this in 2008 until, you know, he'd hear, he's really curious. Well, I'll just say nosy. He'd come in the room and I'd be reading something from the contact notes to Bill and he'd go, what is this? I'm like, you know, Mm -hmm. you can stay and listen if you want, but I'm not going to, you know. 
this isn't something where, you know, you have to listen to this if you don't want to, because I knew he was going to make fun of it. And he did. He's like, okay, so you think this guy is talking to extraterrestrials? I go, I do. And he would roll his eyes, you know. So he got to hear some of the prophecies and stuff because we would talk about them. And he would. And so finally, that's when I said he's come to that conclusion. He's kind of amazed. He's like, I never I thought you guys were kind of nuts. He calls he used Uh to call us mild. So Bill Bill is um, Bill. um, What's his thoughts about Figu and the whole thing? Oh, oh, oh. Oh, he's a passive member. Oh, great. Yeah, he studies the teaching. It, it, yeah, it, it turned out, you know, he'd come home and say, well, what have you read today? I go, okay, you ready for this? And I'd read it. And he'd go, hey, this stuff makes sense, more sense to me than anything else I've come across. We were lucky in the, in the sense that we're, we're both seekers, when, you know, when we met. He was the same looking for and is open-minded. And so, yeah, we, we, stu- we have a study group. He's part of it. And um, he has his own books and, um, you know, he doesn't try to learn any German like I do, but, you know, that's all right. He, he um, still studies it, reads the English, reads the contacts that come out mm-hmm. and takes it seriously mm-hmm. and says it's helped him tremendously also. Really glad he oh. found it. And he's been to the center. Yeah, with me. Um, That's great. Uh, three times. We've been there three times. And he, so mm-hmm. the last time was really brief, but um, because we were in Europe on vacation. But um, yeah. So we were set to go actually again in 2000. The summer of 2020, mm. when all this oh. happened, right? So, mm. yeah, I don't know if twice. we'll be back. I was there twice. I've been. And you've been there, right? You've been there to the center. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a long time. Yeah, when I was right. there, um, right, I got to see Silvano. Oh. you know, that he passed. And I was there three months before he, he was died. a great guy. Great guy. And right? um, I oh, yeah. told Bill, I said, he was, wasn't he? Yeah. I know. Exactly. He was one of my favorites. And he always made me feel so comfortable and yeah. was so nice. I was so sad oh. when he died. But I didn't uh-huh. think he look, looked very good when I was there. His coloring wasn't good. And I told Bill that. I said, Zilvano doesn't, his coloring doesn't look good. And um right concerned me a bit and then three months later he died you heard the, so you but heard the i was really sad he he is such a great guy yeah but you're right well i heard he had but a he, heart attack the day before he had dental work like three teeth pulled that's really stressful for the heart you're actually oh, no, i didn't get, know that shouldn't get more than one at a time right and um i mean you can but it's yeah. He got three, and if he was borderline right. something, that, that was too much. Wow. Yeah. Oh, I had no idea. Mm-hmm. I know my husband had a rheumatic fever when he was a child. 
more than once and he has to take antibiotics if he's going to have right. any dental work done before he can even go they he has to get them yeah. take them and then before he, he can even go in and have any even though there's been no heart damage shown he had a you know a oh i'm trying to think of the one where they scan the heart and actually look at the heart he, he had that done and mm -hmm. he didn't show any damage but they still take that precaution with him. Mm. No, I didn't realize he'd had teeth yeah. pulled the day before. How sad. Wow. Bummer. So mm. anyway, what else are you oh. up to? <laughs> Not much. I, I do my work. I uh, <laughs> have a dog that's I don't have children like you. So we don't, I don't live with Audrey, I don't live with Audrey, but we have we're about fifteen minutes apart. So, but we spend probably every almost every night together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, hey, you know, everybody yeah. has their different ways of being, right? That works for them. Yeah, I don't. And see, I don't have children, a dog, a husband, but I have children, like you said. Your podcast, <laughs> Opposite. your studies. Yes. And yeah, yeah, you know, um, and, and I find, I don't know, my, I, in spite of how right. crazy the world is and all this, life is pretty good, really. I just, you know, I still really appreciate the, you know, the situation that all the choices I've made that have brought me to the point where I'm at, you know, as far as any wisdom I've accumulated, gratefully, um, you know, just how I feel about things, how my life is going. Um, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I just appreciate where I'm at. And, um, and I, and I wish the world wasn't in such a, we need what? a bad state. I, I really think we need the sphere, Bruce. <laughs> oh, oh, the yeah, sphere, yeah. you know, I'm talking about yeah. the sphere that the player and yeah. Yeah. I, I made a joke to one of my friends, uh, another fever right. friend. I said, yeah, I'm going to start ball. wearing a T-shirt that says, bring on the sphere. <laughs> the ball of, we need this. The orb of we need peace. The, we right. need it. <laughs> the glow, we need the orb. We, yeah. Aud yeah, the orb Audrey of peace. Audrey has yes. a, a little a um, way to put it. <laughs> rescue dog. And it can be really aggressive with other dogs. So, But when it finds a tennis ball and has it in its mouth, it's very peaceful. So I just... Let's just say, give him mm -hmm. the ball of peace, you know. So let me ask you a question. So um, I told yeah. him, you know, I got all these amalgams when I was a child. Sure. Do, you, do you have any? Uh-huh. Um, most of mine are gone. I, I didn't have many. Luckily, I wasn't mm -hmm. a person who had um, many cavities. But when I got older... Um, I had permanent teeth that didn't come in. So I did get some then and I have one root canal still that mm. I really want to have taken out. The others failed. I had to have the teeth removed. Mm -hmm. It's a good thing I did. You know, it's a good thing they failed actually. After so many years, they didn't fail right away. And I didn't know root canals were terrible for you. I had well, no idea. Um, yeah. I mean, so, you know, it, it's like um, having decaying but, organic matter in your... I, in your body so it can cause problems yeah 
Oh, you can. Do you I mind if care. I ask it's, what kind um, of health problems you know, have? I had I probably 13 or because 14 I, okay. of those amalgams put in between 5 and 10 years old. And they're 50% mercury, one-third silver, okay. and then a bunch of, you know, nickel or whatever. And um, over time, mercury is very soft and okay. sort of vaporizes if you have hot liquids or or chewing. Yes. A little vapor goes through. So slowly but surely, you know. Yeah, I've was, read that. I felt it when I was yep. 60 or I started having problems that I couldn't attribute to anything. Because I had always been, or had recently been in good health. And, um, you know, like weird uh -huh. issues that came on pretty quickly. So I was looking it all up and I came to the conclusion, finally, that it was the mercury in my filling. So I had to get them all removed and do some kind of chelation, which, because through the years, it accumulates in your organs and your brain and your nervous system and yes. once you pass a certain load you know you start getting symptoms different people are more susceptible than others or more sensitive right well do you mind if i ask mm -hmm. you what some of the symptoms are simply because you know i turned 60 oh, yeah, but this there's year. probably no mercury in there <laughs> and i still have that one root canal. if you have a root canal there's there's so, nothing in there Oh, probably not. Yeah, that's true. You know, yeah. I have no mercury left. No, I, I had some in my mouth at right. one time, but I don't have it anymore. They've all been replaced. What little bit I had, you know, I didn't really have fillings. I was more like I had to have, because I had teeth that didn't come in or I was missing permanent teeth, they had to put bridges in my mouth. So I had gold ones at first mm -hmm. and then those, you know, they fail after a while. They're good for like 10 years or something. But I have um, dental implants now, and now I'm reading. Really? Why? You know, after I got those, that the player is saying, those aren't good for you either. Something to do. Well, I think it has more to do with the what the posts are made out of. If they're, you know, I some posts are, are um, not okay, made huh? out of a good metal, you know. Um, I can't. I need to go back and look yeah, again, I'm, but I read I'm that. Getting and one, went, oh, um, my God. It's always something. <laughs> Mm -hmm. okay. okay well um i'll see if i can find that contact again um and right. send it to you because i read that and i was just going well i've already got them so now i think it might have been more the earlier ones you know when they were luckily mm -hmm. you know like with you my i have only had mine for a few years and i haven't had any issues but um um I think the 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 beginning in the yeah, beginning they were made with metals that nickel, weren't yeah, they were alloys bad. and stuff and they weren't good metals to use in your mouth. Possibly, which is you know ridiculous, but but I I, mm -hmm. I can't remember if titanium was okay. Um, I'll have to look again to see what they said. But I was going well. How do I know what mine are even made of? I guess I could call my my dentist and ask him. You know, right, right, just, right, right. But then, you know, what I, am I going to have them taken out? Oh my God, I can't even imagine doing I that. Wouldn't. I wouldn't. Because I, they're my molars. I need them to chew food. And no, I, no. And, yeah, and I really don't want dentures. Those sound awful to me. 
yeah. like parcels or whatever, right. you know, because it's just a few molars in the back. So, yeah, so I, I was thrilled when they, you know, um, started doing implants. I was like, this is mm-hmm. great. Now, of course, the best thing is going to be when they can regrow maybe, our teeth. Maybe but, not so far. You know, knows. even though they're working on that, that that's ways cool. off. Yeah, but I mean, I would say, I mean, I'm looking. Yeah, they're they're making some strides, but you know. Oh, okay. Well, that's pretty. Soon. I would that's say maybe at least five years. I think. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah, but if you're, you know, need a tooth now. Does your friend? <laughs> does your friend who saw yeah. Mitt? So I don't know. Do you know if he um, has a lot of uh, de- mercury in his mouth? Because I have a friend. I have a friend in you California. You know, I don't know, but I should ask him. Went to my childhood dentist. Has a whole him. mouth full of mercury. He also got prostate cancer. It can cause prostate cancer, breast cancer, all sorts. Mer- mercury is like the, the worst thing. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. I. Really serious. Well, it's mm-hmm. it's nasty. Well, um, did this dentist? Who knows? He could have been drilling for dollars. Give you fillings you didn't need. Didn't, or maybe I didn't brush my teeth, or maybe I just have bad teeth. I don't know. Yeah. Well, the reason I asked is because you said yeah. you have a childhood friend who went to him as a mouthful of mercury too. So <laughs> that's what made me ask you that question. I went right. Really? Right. Because I had my tonsils out taken out and I didn't need it when I was eight. That was a hard lesson. Uh, my sisters were sick. Uh, they had sore throats and they were had tonsil problems and they were being promised ice cream, you know, and all this. They're getting all this attention. And I stupidly was like, well, I have a sore throat, too, because I didn't know, you know, I'm eight years old. And, he, you know, I don't know what this really yeah. means to have your tonsils taken out, just that I'm going to get all this great treatment afterwards, right? And the doctor, and I didn't have a sore throat. I was lying. And the doctor looked in my down my throat and said, oh, welcome to the Cherry Red Tonsil Club. And I was like, mm. wow, I, how did I get away with that? He, he's lying too, right? I remember thinking this later. And then I wake up, you know fast forward to mm-hmm. the day after I had mm-hmm. him removed in shock at how sore my throat was. I didn't want anything, let alone ice cream. Huge mm-hmm. lesson, Bruce. I was like, Oh my God, that was not a good mm-hmm. thing for me to do. And right. all my sisters had theirs out too. three, two of my sisters, three of us were in the same room. And my youngest sister was pretty young yeah. when she had it out, had hers yeah. out. It was criminal. We did not need our tonsils out. He was yep. doing it for dollars. And what a high risk thing, you know, to be put under anesthesia. Mm-hmm. And I just shake my mm-hmm. head over that now. I'm like, oh my God, you know? So, mm-hmm. you know, and that's in the era, the era where right. doctors are gods. <laughs> if they said it, it was true. And yeah. Yeah, so, find out. Just, anyway. Just curious if your friend um, has them or not. If, if he does, yeah, if tonsil- he does, ex- you ought to get rid of them and. Do a chelation. I, yeah, I will. Yeah, I'll mm. ask him and you know tell him. And I, rem- I didn't even think of that. That that could be the reason. Um, mm-hmm. Now with my father, he got prostate cancer. It was genetic. My my grand my um, 
my grandfather died before he of lung cancer before he could get it, but his brother had it and died from it. His father, their father had it and died from it. And so I guess well, my sons should have a checkup be, every year. You can be genetically um, once they turn thirty it, for it because there can it's be so environmental prevalent. Factors that trigger it. So. Oh, of course, of of course. But my father didn't have any any amalgams because he um, had really terrible teeth um, and had yeah. his. By the time oh, he was could, in his thirties, you know, he had all his teeth removed and had dentures. Oh, I oh, know. It it could, and he and he worked in coal mines, you know, and was an excavator. Mm. Yeah, and so it could have been triggered from that, but it did run in my family too, also. So um, my sons have been encouraged to have yeah coal mines um, check up from for, age thirty uh, to make sure poison. it's not developing yeah. to catch it before, in case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and he was strip yeah. mining. Yeah. So no. he was breathing in all that stuff, you know, they weren't wearing yeah. masks or anything, you know, there was no protection for him as a, you know, a strip mm -hmm. miner. And, you know, a lot of the underground miners didn't wear protection either. So, yeah. So, yeah, very possibly. But I mm -hmm. will I will ask my friend if if, if he has any amalgams because that mm -hmm. is and, you know, none of my children have any. Um, yeah. I think I should have see if Bill yeah. make sure Bill doesn't have any either. Still, we've talked about this though, you know, right. and, and right. Um, they're using, of course, different materials now to fill fillings. Thank goodness. Yeah. So, but um, back to what I was asking you though, um, about your, your um, health. Do you, you might, uh, can yeah, I you know, ask the first... you what your symptoms were? First thing was, um, you know, I I was doing well when I was young. I did triathlon, so these distance sports. So I would still go out with the dog for like a jog over some hills. And I would just be like inordinately tired, and it wasn't a natural tired. I wasn't mm -hmm. sick. It was. It felt like a chemical induced um, heavy tiredness. So that was the first. One. Then my vision was getting blurry quickly. Mm -hmm. um, what else? Oh, oh wow. I had, I would get severe like anxiety attacks. I didn't know what it was. And well, one, one was in reaction to, um, right. Out of nowhere. I got an just... antibiotic and I had a reaction to it. And then I just like panicked over that. Panic myself into the emergency room. Oh. <laughs> uh -huh. So then they ran a bunch of tests on me. Oh. oh. And um, they said, oh, yeah. you have a blocked artery. Your widowmaker artery. You have to get it um, cleaned out right away. So they sent me up for oh, an angiogram, geez. and it was a false positive. I didn't have a blocked artery. So, But anyway, then problems continued until I figured it out. Went to a dentist to get them removed. So you have to go to a holistic dentist because when they remove it, like vapors release and you don't want to breathe in. So, so I went to my local dentist out of laziness. Yeah. She right. was grinding away for like an hour and I said, okay, that's enough. <laughs> she wasn't making any progress. And that night I got really sick. And 
three days later, I was like suicidal, wow. which is a typical, oh. it's a typical mercury symptom. Never was like that before. Oh my gosh. So then right. I was in bad shape and took a while to get back. I had to have all the amalgams removed and then do a chelation, um, which is basically taking a pill mm -hmm. with alpha lipoic acid, which is a, uh, it attracts mercury to it. It's a sulfur, it has like two sulfur compounds, which bind tightly to mercury and it can cross your, into your organs, your brain. So it pulls it out slowly, but you have mm -hmm. to take one pill every three hours, including at night. You do this for like a week on, week off. So I did that for a couple of years and it worked really well. No, no, and they're really cheap. And did you have to get these <laughs> through a prescription or? The pill? Do you mind telling me what the they pills? are? So that, you know, I would it's like to share it's and know this. Yes. Yes. For chelation. No. Oh, I thought you said there was something Strictly else in alpha it. Lipoic acid, but okay. you, you, I, I thought it was combined no, with something else. Okay. I misunderstood. All right. Generally take it. I mean, if you have any mercury in your okay. mouth, you cannot take it because it'll pull the mercury. It'll pull it from your mouth and throw it into your body. Right. No, I understand. Yeah, I understand. This is something yeah. to be done after you've had all the amalgams removed from your mouth. But it's good for people yeah, to know because know you're almost about it. dentists and, who, well, maybe um, a holistic one will tell you. You can't this, even but. have a speck of an amalgam. No. You have to make sure there's yeah. nothing in your mouth. No mercury, at least. And then you have to start at a low dose. It depends right. how sensitive you are and how bad, how bad off yeah. you are. Right. Yeah. And if did I you ate fish, um, avoid no, eating fish in the beginning? I did. You were doing this toward also. the end. Toward the end, no, I have no problem with it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. Good to know. Oh really? Um, uh -huh. my one of my sons had a teacher with heavy metal poisoning. His wife did. Yeah, his wife did. She was what, what disabled metal? because of it. And I was right. saying, well, there are chelation therapies and stuff. Um, mm. They didn't, he didn't know, my son didn't know the, the particulars. His teacher, I thought he told me later what it was mercury. Symptoms? And right. she was really, mercury, she was yeah, really yeah. ill and debilitated. Oh, yeah. Those are classic. Uh, extreme dizziness. Yeah. Um, you know, vertigo. Um uh, tinnitus um yeah she was very fatigued she'd had to quit her job and her and her her husband my son's teacher spent his How free time now? you know he took care of her and yeah. had to do all the things she couldn't do and and i have no idea i i don't know um because i was mentioning yeah the my problem son is you have to do the right therapies. one because the my wrong son's like, one oh, make you worse <laughs> and possibly <laughs> So worse enough so you cannot get yeah. better. Yes. Yeah. Right. No, yeah. I know that's something to, that's something I always approach with extreme caution. 
you know, you know, just just thought he should know that there were treatments out there that were. It should never, you know, that he she could the do chelation kind of therapy chelation should never therapy, be but, intravenous. Um, I've always, yeah, I, I always realized, ooh, yeah, you know, I wondered about that. I read something about uh, people doing intravenous uh, chelation yeah. therapy. Yeah. Is it because it's See, just so um, too much at once? Yeah, and what happens is you or, can yeah, move. It's too powerful, you can move right? The, the uh, metals around, like the mercury. You can, you mercury is stored in like fat tissue, so your organs, brain, nervous system. If it's just stored in fat, it's not doing any harm to mm -hmm. you. But if you do this, yeah, yeah. But if you do this intravenous, right? That's you know, how your it can body pick it up from a place where yeah, it's not doing exactly. harm and throw it into your brain, and you know, do severe damage. Mm hmm. Exactly. Yeah. I know there's so many things in our environment now that are such a, so dangerous to us, and just mm -hmm. things that yeah. you know we've been exposed to because they didn't know like the fillings and, you know, just regular, mm -hmm. well, like the sleep retardant, um, asbestos or the, um, fire retardant uh, material. They used to make children's, well, um, not asbestos, but, um, there was another one. I can't remember that they used to make, um, well, maybe they did in children's wear. I don't mm -hmm. know if they used asbestos in children's wear. If they did, that's really, mm -hmm. really insane. But they were making fire retardant sleepwear that had chemicals in it, and they and they found out the chemicals that they were trying to, you know, using this to supposedly babies, kids, one child's clothes that were cotton right. went up in flames. So then all, suddenly everyone had to have, you know, fire retardant sleepwear, and you're putting your children in these, right. these nightgowns and pajamas, PJs and stuff that are for you know eight to ten hours a day, mm -hmm. and they were they were causing children's yeah bodies to store fat more easily uh, could be. Yeah, and probably as a protection right from you know the chemicals yeah storing the chemicals yeah storing their but they you know i would think that was one of the reasons you know because you know one of the things they're saying that one of the problems with the obesity uh problems in our world aren't just overeating but that people are there's so mm -hmm. many toxins in the environment, their bodies are, you know, storing it in fat to protect the body from it. And that's why it's difficult for some people mm -hmm. to actually mm -hmm. lose weight because they um, have all these toxins stored in their mm -hmm. fat. And that's their body's protection. And then when they start to lose weight, they feel really ill. Yeah. And so not to do it yeah, too right quickly because liver, of that, yeah. because your body has to deal with all that stuff mm -hmm. that's being released. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So should be better in eight hundred yeah, years, just, right? Um, just a plethora. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, hopefully, and I know I. Uh, yeah. Yep, but you mm. know, of course. And then there's each time as we come back, we have to find this again. Hopefully, mm -hmm. it'll be easier and. You know, each time. That's what I'm hoping for. I'm, um, I'm, um, putting it out there into the universe. Hey, uh, you know, please, <laughs> right. please let me yeah. be born Can you to imagine? parents that are fairly well adjusted. Right. 
<laughs> this time next time yeah that'd be great <laughs> you know mm-hmm. and you know by the same token i'm trying to learn as much as i can so that next time you know maybe it's a little easier as far as finding it and and um and, and to ensure that i hope i don't have to go through too many lifetimes clueless i guess the best way the to future. do that is to uh <laughs> to handle this one as so, good as possible Yes, I think so. Absolutely. I don't see how else you can, really, you know. And I know uh, that article Mm -hmm. that Marianne wrote, um, you know, why it's important Mm -hmm. to learn as as much as we can in this lifetime. I always took that. I always thought that was such a great article. And I took that to heart. Absolutely took that to heart and have read it many times. Mm Mm-hmm. Mhm. I've only, I've met her, you know, just briefly a few times at the center, but yeah, I was struck by her sheer intelligence. I was a bit, a bit intimidated. <laughs> I was like, it's "You very are high intellect, so smart sure. that I don't even want to say anything yeah. around you." <laughs> no, uh huh. I can tell. No, she's very understanding. Yeah, very understand- I did. I was just like, Sweet. "Yeah, just stay yeah. quiet, Carol." So she doesn't know how dumb you are. <laughs> mm-hmm. okay. I'm. Sh- Oh, that's more about me, Bruce, than her. (laughs) You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's absolutely about me. And I know that. So (laughs) I own that, you know. Absolutely. No, I thought she seemed very nice. And uh, um, but yeah, I was just very in awe of her, her intelligence. And um, but I have to say that, you know, in the time Mm -hmm. that I found the teaching, that it right. it has improved my thinking greatly and and just my clarity and um everything i just um you know i'm so grateful for that i just feel like i had a lot of um like you know even though i really didn't think really wasn't asleep i wasn't one of these people that was really asleep i was always going what's really going on why do i feel like there's um there's a door that's closed to me or that, you know, I'm looking in a, I, this is the analogy I used to, to think that would come into my head that I'd be looking in the, a shop window of like a candy store or something. And there's all these pretty beautiful um, um, displays of, of confections there that look, everything looks great. I thought, but you know, there's something going on in the back room that I don't know about. And that's how I felt a lot when I was trying to mm-hmm. figure this, that, 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 vision would come into my mind all the time mm-hmm. that you know there was and it was pretty accurate that you know things were being presented a certain way and i just wanted to know what was what was real and what wasn't and um so you too well like, hey it has been really great talking to you yeah and I, you know what it's I, just um, like uh i hope we don't go this like long I never, before we, never, we talk to I each other know. again very very familiar. Yeah. I know. I feel the same way. Yes, I know. Yep, I felt the same way. Oh, really? That it was Say like, hi to Bill. Well, you know, and who kept encouraging me to interview is my husband, Bill. No, no, we haven't. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, I will. He kept, and I know, have you guys met? I don't think oh, you great. have. No, you haven't met. But he reads your, you know, your translations. 
and I've talked about you too. I appreciate it. Really yeah. appreciate your translations as someone who doesn't read any German at all and doesn't want to try. Cool. Um, he said, <laughs> yes. And he said, you need to introduce, interview Bruce. And he just kept bugging me. I'm going, and I kept saying, well, you're right. You. I do. And I go, I haven't talked to him in so long. And I finally went, okay. I told him one night, I go, I, I'm interviewing I'm Bruce. I'm emailing him right now glad, because glad. I also wanted to see how you were doing. You too. And big hi to your husband. So, yeah, it's really <laughs> nice to talk to you. Oh, I'll give him one and um, he'll be, he'll look forward to listening to this. And I know there are other people who read your, Great. your, um, your um, translations. I mean, everyone I know knows of them just so you know. So they'll be interested. And I announced in my last podcast that I would be interviewing you after you said yes. So um, I, um, I know people will be interested <laughs> in, to listen to this and know who the person is behind the mysterious beam to ing website. Thanks, Carol. <laughs> the mysterious translator. Right, Bruce have Lula. a great evening. <laughs> Solomon. You're welcome, Bruce. Bye. You too. In my previous discussion with Bruce, um, he relayed his experience with heavy metal detoxification or chelation, uh, specifically mercury and um, the use of alpha-lipoic acid. And I did find some studies that they've been uh, using alpha-lipoic acid uh, with some, it looks like, success from what I can tell from the studies. But I also remembered that um, there was a contact note where Billy discussed other methods that could be used for, for heavy metal detoxification. And this is uh, from Contact 680, which was done on May 7, 2017. Uh, Billy asked Pata about what can be used to remove heavy metals from the body. Billy, but as I know from you, there are several ways to help the body detoxify with the help of natural and inexpensive products. According to your daughter, Simyase, I also took such a cure when I had symptoms of poisoning from teeth repaired from amalgam. On the one hand, I had all my teeth removed. On the other hand, I took the necessary treatment according to Samyase's instructions, after which everything came out well and it has remained so ever since. But now I would like to take up again the matter with heavy metal deposits in the body as well as the aluminum in order to ask you whether you can name two or three possibilities by which heavy metals in the body can be washed out bit by bit. Pata, I can do that gladly without violating the directives because the possibilities I will name are also known in earthly medicine. Therefore, aluminum often gets into the organism to get together with heavy metals whereby aluminum is not a heavy metal but can nevertheless cause damage to health because it can also have a negative effect on memory, for example. So too, aluminum is harmful to the organism, so it has to be excreted as well, which is difficult but not impossible with this substance. The mineral silicon is used for this, which also prevents the reabsorption and storage of aluminum in the organism and even in the brain, whereby the harmful effect on memory can be reduced and even prevented. 
Silicon is particularly good for ingestion and effective in organic colloid form, siliceous earth, as per noted per Christian Frenner. With a daily dose of 80 milligrams, a possibility for heavy metal detoxification from the organism is offered by chlorella algae, which has a very high chlorophyll content through which the oxygen content of a specifically constructed cell membrane in the body is increased accordingly. These two characteristics are responsible for the special mode of action whereby this cell membrane is also able to remove various other environmental toxins from the organism in addition to heavy metals such as dioxin and formaldehyde as well as various insect repellents which are absorbed by the chlorella algae bound and removed from the body. For example, eight grams of chlorella algae are added to the organism every day. Lead, cadmium, and uranium can be eliminated fivefold. A further means of detoxifying the body from aluminum and other uh, toxins is glutathione, which corresponds to a tripeptide that the body protects itself in sufficient quantities under normal conditions. Tripeptides are peptides composed of three amino acid residues and belong to the group of oligopeptides. Glutathione acts as an all-around cellular defense against the consequences of oxidative stress. Without glutathione, the cells would disintegrate due to unhindered oxidization. Oxidation so that the body would have little or no resistance at all. The effectiveness of glutathione is based on binding to heavy metals and toxins and forming a water-soluble complex, which is then excreted by urination. If, however, the burden of the organism becomes too great due to heavy metals and other toxins stored in the body, then the body's own glutathione is not sufficient, and then the glutathione must be added to the organism by external doses as a supplement. As a rule, corresponding glutathione capsules, like many others, erroneously referred to as dietary supplements, but which are effective, vital building blocks for the whole organism, are commercially available on Earth. Heavy metals can, for example, be discharged from the body with sodium bentonite, which is a clay mineral formed by weathering from volcanic ash on one hand, but is also processed as a body detox medication and also on the market. The clay mineral has an enormously large negatively charged surface whereby this material has an unusually high absorption capacity for pollutants and absorbs them in the organism. Bentonite already binds these toxins in the digestive system so that they cannot even be stored in the body because the clay mineral absorbs the toxic foreign substances before they can enter the bloodstream. This ensures that the body's excretory organs, such as the liver and kidneys, are excellently supported in their own detoxification activities by the clay mineral. Selenium, as an important trace element, is also an effective antioxidant and ensures a healthy immune system. This is only needed in very small quantities and must be taken in a controlled manner as higher dosage has a toxic effect. Selenium also has a strong anti-cancer effect and also has an organ detoxifying effect 
and the ability to remove heavy metals such as mercury from the body. A selenium deficiency should be avoided at all costs as should an overdose. Zeolites corresponding to natural hydrated aluminosilicates should also be mentioned. These have a large inner surface through numerous pores and channels and correspond to a cavity structure whereby an unusually high absorption capacity is given for various pollutants such as heavy metals and other toxic substances. Caution must, must be exercised when taking zeolites, which should, be very, should only be natural and not artificially produced. Billy, thank you. Now, however, I would like to ask you another question. And this uh, translation was uh, translated by Catherine Mossman. So thank you, Catherine, for that. A follow-up on the um, the discussion we had about the robotic dogs in New York City. I did ask another friend who uh, lives there and is out and about on a regular basis, and he did say that he has seen these robot patrolling dogs in the projects of New York City. And uh, I guess they are, um, there have been some protests about it, but people are told there's nothing to worry about. Hmm. There's a new member of the uh, New York City Police Force, a high-tech robo-dog, and not everybody's happy with it. As Stephen Fabian reports, some people say it should not be used to fight crime. A police robo-dog is sparking a major controversy today. The machine was deployed by NYPD at the scene of a suspected hostage-taking in Manhattan. I've never seen nothing like this before in my life. Thank you for listening to this episode of Reality Ranch Podcast. On my next episode, I will be interviewing Delta O'Harkin. We will be discussing his new documentary, The Way to Live. I'm really looking forward to this interview, and I hope you'll listen in. Until next time, Salome.